for Delaware State of the Arts. I'm Andy Truscott. My guest today is A.T. Moffitt, the Executive Director for Delaware Institute for Arts in Education, or DIAE. A.T. Moffitt is a dancer, choreographer, and educator trained in public policy. Her policy interests include arts education, arts and aging, and arts and health. A.T. is the recipient of a 2020 Plant Life in the City Fellowship and a 2017 Individual Artist Fellowship in Choreography from the Delaware Division of the Arts. A.T., welcome to the Delaware State of the Arts. How are you? Thank you. I'm doing well. Glad to be with you. If you could kick us off here and tell us a little bit about how you found yourself championing for arts and education in Delaware. <laughs> well, my family has lived in Delaware it will, for almost 10 years. January will be our 10-year anniversary. And so this is where um, we are raising our children. We moved here when our kids were nine months old. Um, so, you know, the arts have always been important to me personally and have been nurtured in my life um, since a young age. And so it's important to me that um, my children and our our children more broadly um, have opportunities um, to to have the arts as a central part of their education experience. So um, my my work um, prior to DIAE was in dance education specifically. So I've, I've been working in dance education for 10 years. And so that it's, yes, it's always been a passion, passion of mine and something that feels like an essential component of a thriving um, community. For those that might not know what DIAE does for the community and inside our schools, can you give us a brief summary of what the work that you all do? Sure. Thanks for asking. Um, so DIAE, we're really a um, teacher and um, student-facing organization. Our, our cornerstone, if you will, is arts integration. And we live that out, the, the goal of um, integrating the arts throughout the curriculum um, in three different programming areas. One is a K-12 artist and residency program. One is an early childhood program. And then our third is um, teacher professional development. So we've been around. I'm, I'm so lucky to be joining DIAE at its 40th anniversary, uh, which is pretty phenomenal. Um, so we've been doing this work um, for 40 years, and we've been doing our early childhood program um, for 25 years. So um, that's that's really, um, that is our location within the arts um, education landscape. Something else that I, that I think is so unique about DIAE um, and connects with the focus of arts integration is that we work closely with the teachers um, inside the school day to, um, and we, we have a team of about 13 amazing teaching artists who work um, in a variety of artistic disciplines. And so they um, will work with the classroom teachers um, on an arts integrated residency. And again, that looks a little different for our K-12 partners versus our early childhood partners. Um, and then we do you know, professional development and that has um, several iterations as well based on uh, the focus of the school, um, what teachers are involved, um, et cetera. So for the general public, uh, mm -hmm. and correct me if I'm wrong here, but a lot of your programming is done in schools or in daycares or in, um, 
more controlled situations. So it is mm-hmm. not necessarily that the general public might ever see the work that you're doing other than you, their students coming home at the end of the day and saying, oh my God, mom and dad, I, I learned this magical thing uh, called music or dance or art in school. Uh, and can I show you a little bit more? Is that correct? That is, that is correct. And that, that's a very, that's a, that's a really eloquent synopsis that I'm going to steal from you <laughs> moving forward <laughs> when I try to explain that. But something that, that our um, wonderful artistic director, Ashley S.K. Davis, um, that I've heard her explain is that, you know, DIAE is very process oriented. So um, sometimes when we think about, you know, arts and children, we think of their, I'll just speak from dance, their dance recital. We think of their um, their um, painting that they bring home from art class. And so our culmination in the K-12 model, for example, is that the students get to experience a live performance, whether that's in their school or it's in a, um, it, or, or an exhibit of some sort, some culminating wonderful art event that can be a gallery exhibit, a performance, a poetry reading, um, where they're, they're having an experience with professional master artists. And so where DIAE fits into that is whatever that culminating event is, we come in and kind of backward design it so that the students are exposed to and have three workshops that lead them into that culminating experience in a way that they feel connected with it. They understand what they're seeing and they have the context to really appreciate it. So I'll give you a, for example, we are have, we have a residency that is in the planning phase with our partners, um, Jennifer Boland down at Campus Community School in Dover. And so the students are going to go to the Biggs Museum and they're going to see the work of an artist who is going to come in and work with them in the classroom. The DIAE teachers or teaching artists are going to come in and work on um, work with the students on how to present their own work. And then they're without us, they'll come in and they'll make an exhibit in their school. So, you know, each I I give that as an example because I like to highlight a the children are getting to attend a um, anchor cultural institution in Delaware. They get to see the work of the artists who's visiting their classroom, how that that's exhibited in this public space. And um, they're learning some art skills along the way. So their their product which will show up in their own exhibit, you know, towards the end of the school year is a piece of the learning, but it's just that it's just the piece. It's the process that um, we really lean into. I'm curious as an individual artist, what are your artistic aspirations and how do you see those mirrored in the work that you're bringing to DIAE? You know, I, I love, I'm a maker of dance. I am a dancer and a mover 100%. And so while my current, my new position, I'm three, three months in, it is not asking of me to make dances, sure. but it is asking of me to be collaborative, to um, kind of stay with some unknowns and kind of be in process. So I feel very much that um, my dancer sensibility is being called for in this way in this role rather, but it's my work is very different from in the past when I was teaching students 
in the dance uh, classroom, the studio-based classroom and the academic classroom every day and putting on productions. Um, I don't see those as like, you know, I, I, I will always continue making dances. In fact, I have an idea about a piece that I really haven't shared. So I'm surprised that it's coming to my mind to share um, now, but called Incurvatus, about cur being curved in, the ways in which we curve in, um, and, then, and then the opposites of that, how we, how we can find openings um, and move towards. So I'm interested in in that concept. That's something that's swirling around in my in my body and in my brain that I think connects with our goals with DIAE, but also my artistic interests. I want to take just a minute here to remind our listeners that you're tuned in to News Radio 1450 WILM and 1410 WDOV for Delaware State of the Arts. My guest today is A.T. Moffitt, the Executive Director for Delaware Institute for Arts and Education, or DIAE. AT, you had mentioned that this is the 40th anniversary for DIAE. And so I wonder if you can tell us what's next. What are you, what are you most excited for coming up here in the near future? You know, the thing that I see that is, that is so exciting is um, as we're moving into our, you know, more, more solidly into our new normal, um, post-COVID that is certainly with um, challenges both known and unknown, um, with that aside, there is a real interest and um, commitment to helping our, our kids, our teachers, ourselves um, kind of recalibrate and find ways to express our voice and to um, be in a generative creative space. So I think kind of collectively we are at a good time for organizations like ours because we you know we can be of service in that way and uh, we're always thinking about um how do we um this is a, a like a metaphor that I used from dance is how can we use this time that is really robust with reflection and reflexivity to really deepen our roots in the with the partners that we already have and be responsive to this context, but also stretch and move into new spaces with folks who may maybe haven't had um, arts programming or or considered um, the an arts integration model and how that might fit in their school or in their classroom. I think we're um, so what I what I see moving forward is that we are um, kind of trying to move with that flow. And be open to to new new schools, new partners who are uh, looking at novel and creative ways to engage their students, both with themselves as individuals, and also engaging, facilitating ways to engage the students with each other. And the arts, you know, as we know, are a great way or a great tool um, in that work. Um, something related to our early childhood program, which is called Delaware Wolf Trap. Um, Delaware Wolf Trap is one of, um, I believe it's 23 state and international affiliates of the Wolf Trap Institute that's based in the DC area. They really are leaders in arts integration. I've learned so much in the short time getting to work work with them and attend their conferences. But something that is new for us that is um, in February of 2020, 
DIAE was trained in a specific program called Baby Arts Play. And this is for um, babies and their caregivers, parents or caregivers. And so again, that training happened in February, 2020. And so then we've had, you know, two years of, of no one being able to do that. Um, so one of the things that we're looking to re-energize in the immediate future in terms of like specific program is trying out the, the baby arts play um, as a part of, you know, and offering it in, in, in schools and, and also in um, community spaces like public libraries where, where there, there is an appetite for that kind of work, as well as virtually, you know, exploring virtual models. You know, we really um, believe in the in-person model is the, is the gold star. And it's what we're always um, putting top of mind and top priority. But the thing that we learned during COVID is that, you know, you can with planning, practice really delivers some great programs virtually too. So that, you know, that's something that is, that is, that is new, the baby arts play and kind of the different models of where that might live and be of interest to our partners. That's a great pivot point. And one of my upcoming questions was going to be around the idea of what did uh, I'll say the COVID pause teach DIAE in terms of how uh, to better, either better deliver your product or new ways of delivering the residencies to either schools or daycare centers. Because I assume, you know, it, it was difficult in the beginning. You know, it wasn't exactly as you would have preferred or enjoyed in the beginning. And so uh, I imagine that there are lessons learned now looking back almost three years. Mm-hmm. It's a great question and, and one that I'm, I'm glad you asked because it allows me to give credit where credit is due. So I'm three months into my role at DIAE, but the things that I saw um, or that I have learned that former executive director Nancy Hirsch and, and staff have done, one of the things that I feel is was re- really most um, inspiring and, and exciting was their uh, art kit program. And so DIAE is located in the community education building on 12th and French. And that is a, the, the community school model there is very robust and thinks about education as it's situated within a team of wraparound services for the students and the families. And so one, um, I guess deliverable from from you know just being in loc- on location with the CEB and that um, community school model is that there were over four thousand meals and art kits delivered um, during I think it was a year long period um, during COVID and so I really think to me that speaks to the ways that the arts can help support the quality of life well-being and how we think about supporting our young people and their families in a really holistic and kind of three-dimensional way. And it was so thoughtfully and artfully conceived. There was a theater component. There was a writing component. It was a, there was thought put to the fact that there would be multiple ages of children in the, in the home possibly. So there were different entry points for different age levels of kids. You know, some things could have been done with an adult, but um, then there are also things that could be done with a little one um, independently. So I think just the artfulness and the connecting the arts with um, artistic sustenance with meals 
I thought was is really masterful. So that's one of the ways that I have no credit can take no credit for. But I saw that, you know, DIAE learned and they made those calls pretty quick. Pretty quick. You know, I think there was, you know, like every like everyone else, there's, you know, delivering content via Zoom. And as I mentioned before, that's um, that's not our end game moving forward, but it's certainly a component. It's it's something that we learned how to deliver. You know, what are the mechanics of working with young people um, and helping them be safe and engaged in their home spaces that I that that we will um, re-energize like with the baby arts play, which is a very parent and caregiver facing model. And there's, you know, the kids are kind of doing what the what the parents are doing because of the, their age. We think that that could be um, a synergistic fit for that thing that we learned, but will allow us to, you know, with most of our programming, keep it in person. But in this one little way, you know what? I think that's a perfect fit for how we can reach more people um, who, who couldn't take time to come in for a program. I'm sure even in your few months, you've seen uh, examples of how the arts and specifically the programs that DIAE produces changes the lives of youth in Delaware. And so I'm wondering if you could maybe share one of your most favorite moments where you might see something like that occur. So the thing that I've seen, I've seen my first early childhood Delaware Wolf Trap program um, taught by um, master musician and singer Jay Street. Um, at the kinder with a kindergarten class in Gateway Charter School, and um, this is their first year doing kindergarten in that school. And when I went to observe the class, and again, this is the first program I've seen because I remember I started in July, and because we're very school facing, we're just now gear, gearing up. But but I saw when the when when Jay walked in. The kids just, <gasps> hi, Mr. J. And the room just got laser focused. And this is with kindergartners. So laser focus is not really a thing that we usually put in the sentence when we're talking about kindergartners, but they were like with him and excited and they were working on counting. That was the, the math piece. And then they were working on um, a beat, holding a steady beat. That was the music piece. And so that was, this was the third, the lesson that I, that I observed. And I, it, Jay was just masterful in his facilitation of the activity. The, the classroom teacher, the or kindergarten teacher was, you know, right there with him. She was, you know, just very masterful in keeping, you know, anybody who kind of wandered off, she kept them right, right in that moment. Every child got a turn to do the thing that they were doing. And it was just, I have to say the word sweetness. It was a sweetness with focus. And I just thought, oh my goodness, as putting my mom hat on, this is just what I want my children doing. You know, my children aren't in the classroom, but as I observe them and kind of thinking about our children collectively in Delaware, oh, this thing that lets them sing, this thing that lets them be a performer and an audience, because sometimes they got to do the thing and then other times they had to watch, helps them be in the space with other children after two years of COVID when no one was in the space with anybody. So just on a functional level, I was just so struck by how helpful the methodology is for the teacher and for the, and just as an inspiration for the, for the children, get them excited about things like counting. So that was one of the things that I saw that um, 
is a highlight for me so far. And then another thing at our spotlight event, um, one of our other partner teachers, Aubrey Everett, who's a music educator here in Wilmington, he gave such a wonderful testimonial where he talked about a a previous K-12 residency where um, the children got exposed to steel drums. They got to learn how to drum on buckets in the class. And then they had a culminating event that had a steel drum performance. The students loved it so much. He was able to get steel drums and there's currently a steel drum ensemble in the school. Well, AT, we're coming to the end of our time. So I just wanted to say thank you for joining me today and for uh, letting those out there uh, that listening learn more about what DIAE does in our schools. And uh, I hope that some of your students or some of your children may uh, experience or participate in one of the programs that DIAE uh, does in the community. To learn more about the organization, to learn more about AT and her staff, feel free to visit their website at www.diae.org. Delaware State of the Arts is a weekly podcast that presents interviews with arts organizations and leaders who contribute to the cultural vibrancy of communities throughout Delaware. Delaware State of the Arts is provided as a service of the Delaware Division of the Arts in partnership with News Radio 1450 WILM and 1410 WDOV. The Delaware Division of the Arts, a branch of the Delaware Department of State, is committed to supporting the arts and cultivating creativity to enhance the quality of life in Delaware.